This is Jason Patrick. Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast. by tapes with the frog brothers podcast hello and welcome to another episode of haunted by tapes with the frog bros podcast oh, we're starting already hell yeah we're starting nick what the fuck are you doing my name's justin <clears throat> i'm george jefferson <laughs> he didn't even know what the fuck's going on. I, uh, I think I gave him a stroke. <laughs> he, he was like, stroke. "Wait." He said, "George, like the from." Yes. From the show. Yes. I'm wheezy. Yes. I'm wheezy. <laughs> I'm wheezy. So we got a few things to chat about before we jump into and the night's Lionel. feature film, because you know news and shit. Watch the last episode if you want to hear all about the toys and stuff we bought. Mm-hmm. This movie yeah. came out August twelfth, nineteen eighty-three. Mm-hmm. I was three. Four months Month before old. Christine. So we always circle back to the things we love most in our movie circles here. So the director of photography dr- for this flick was John DeBont. John DeBont. Directed by Louis Teague, who also directed Jewel of the Nile. Maybe a title you may be familiar Music with. Music by Charles mm-hmm. Bernstein, who did Nightmare on Elm Street. Hells yeah, son. So by... All accounts of things, you're like, hey, this is going to be a pretty solid flick, right? Cujo, 1983, based on Stephen King's book from 1981. Until 60 seconds into the movie, and you're looking at Cujo's balls and anus. <laughs> as he well, frolics through the field yeah. with gentle music. Well, yeah, he's hunting a rabbit. And uh, then Duck he gets, season. I think you're watching Beethoven here. Then we see the Where's bats. Charles Groban? And um, they're out here giving bats bad names because the bats... Well, he's trying to fuck this rabbit up, and then he goes into a hole, and then the bats bite him, and all over the and face. And he gets and COVID. Shit. Basically. Is this COVID-related? Think... And if it is, what do we do about it? Mm-hmm. That's what Howie, Howie Mandel's Twitter, uh, TikTok is for. He posted a picture of a prolapsed anus and said that. So go check that out. Uh, it, got, it got, you know, deleted, obviously. But go check out his comments and his other TikToks. Mm-hmm. Or don't. No, do it. It's, for, it's worth it. You gotta sw- spread awareness of these things. If Howie Mandel is posting prolapsed anuses, you gotta give. Come on, check, mean, something's up. Go check that shit out. Well, that guy's fucking nuts, anyway. So, um, probably already knew that. But Cujo, I'm already annoyed watching this movie when the bats are attacking Cujo, though. Why? Because it's a dog getting attacked by fucking bats. Yeah, and it doesn't it's feel nature. Like, why is he getting attacked by just having his snoot down in there? Like, wouldn't snoot. he? Like, wouldn't you go through a cave somewhere to run into these bats? Like, they're implying that there's a cave down there and these bats live in it, but they're not really selling these bats as being scary or terrifying. You're just proliferating the fact that it's rumored that bats carry rabies and that all have it, and so therefore Cujo gets it. Uh, Didn't they say that's actually not true? Like, bats generally don't have rabies? I don't know. Either way, this takes place in Castle Rock. Yeah. Also, Dead Zone, Stand By Me. King, Stephen King stuff. stuff. Yeah. Tad dies in the book, too. Well, he should have fucking died in this movie. Apparently, Stephen King was so, him like so drunk 
while writing Cujo, he doesn't remember writing it. Yeah, he said, yeah, he's an alcoholic, and that was like in the worst of his... And he hates St. Bernard's. My next note is, I am not a fan so far. And then after that, I hate these sad dog shots. And then my next note goes all the way to, Cujo kills Gary. Wait, where oh, we man, were we? Man, you fucking skip all over this where thing. We because there's shit. a bunch of trash. Hold on, hold on. Well, there's a car issue, so we got to be introduced to the mechanic family. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Were we recording when we said that you two had never seen this before? I don't know. I think that was before we recorded. I've seen this many times over the last 35 years, but... Uh, this is the first time, first time for, for me. these two. Okay. Yeah, just never hit the radar there. I just don't like dog violence, to be clear, so if, you know, my hating offends you, just know that that's pretty much <laughs> the sum of So this of it. movie has, like, but it's several... Sad. No animals were harmed in the making of this picture. Literally, yeah. one of the St. Bernards died during the production of this movie, so that's know. a lie. I didn't see that in the credits, so... It's not in the credits, <laughs> but that... Uh, only, the, only one animal was harmed in the making killed of Killed due to bloating... Bloating. Which could be because of the movie or could not be. Who knows why it there was bloating. What is it? Five St. Bernard's used in this and then one man in a dog suit? I mean, suit? only one dies in the movie and only one died in the making of the production. The man in the dog suit died. And all the egg That'd yolk. That would have been better, honestly. <laughs> I'm all okay the with that. egg yolk looking bullshit on his face was actually egg yolk and sugar. And so that's why the dogs kept licking it off. And probably why they bloated and died. Probably. Salmonella poisoning. That's probably really what it was. But, you yeah, know, so. and dogs get salmonella poisoning. Seems like they're always eating raw meat. I don't know. Naturally, not really. They not. They used to more. I mean, I think they're yeah. fine doing it now. But uh, this motherfucker's dirty as hell. Yeah, he looks gross. Yeah. So let's it's talk sad. about. I the, don't like it. Let's talk about the subplot here, where Vic works for the fucking cereal company or an advertising <laughs> agency. And he's it reminds of, me of Clark Griswold. Man. It's going up with new preservative. Yeah, so varnish. there's this whole fucking sub. Try this milk. <laughs> it's four years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vegas vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies. I love it. Yeah, no, so uh, he's got this whole subplot going on just so he can leave town. Kiss my ass kisses. And then obviously the uh, neighbor or the high school boyfriend of D. Wallace's character is fucking. And I believe her name's Donna. You guys can't see it, but Booger's back here, and I'm petting so. him right now for comfort during the Cujo review. He's, he's rubbing Justin's ass. So this movie is all fine and dandy, and then you find out that Vic just deals with Donna fucking sleeping around. He's like, I'll deal with that when I come back. I haven't decided yet. And then obviously starts feeling bad about not this being able like to This is like 45, 50 minutes into the movie, because the first 45 or 50 is just like... Romance, pretty, drama. Pretty it's fucking drawn out. I mean, they're like, here, yeah. Cujo's slowly getting rabies, like, getting fully rabid. It's depressing. I don't like it. Yeah, and then the kid leaves. Like, the one lady wins $5,000 lottery from uh, the mechanic's wife, and her and her son leave to go see family. So, like, everything coincidentally lines up. Yeah, to, to and strand in a book, them. It probably makes sense, but in this movie, it's so fucking rushed to get to these stupid plot points. It's fucking obnoxious. And you know who's the worst fucking person in this whole movie? Could Donna. Donna's a fucking asshole. What'd she do? She sat around in the fucking car world while her child was dying because she's too scared to get out of the fucking car and do anything. I know, she could have totally outran that kid. Or the fucking dog <laughs> at that point. <laughs> the dog he was dead anyway, kid. fuck it. Yeah, I know, I'm surprised she didn't throw, throw the kid out, let the dog munch on it. The fact that she off. let the fucking kid just die in the car, she could have just tossed him out and saved herself at least, otherwise they're both going to fucking be miserable. How long were they in that car? 
Several days is what they made like it sound season? like. It seems like it's hot out. One too. day they got there, and then overnight, and then they were there the next day. By the end of the day, the next day, they were done. Yeah, and they were cooking in the car. One night. Supposedly the heat. And I'm like, I didn't know New England had heat today. I mean, I don't know what time. Well, I mean, during the summer, I'm sure it gets hot enough. In a car, yeah. Yeah, but still. What kind of shitty fucking mom lets her kid die? And I know why, it's not Dee Wallace's she, fault. But... Why didn't she just breastfeed him? <laughs> I fucking hate you, Nick. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> it's perfect, though. That's a good question. Why didn't she Fuck just breastfeed Fuck you, dog. Him? I want to get that as a sound clip. You remember when he yeah. when he had to pee? And she's like, I opened the door a little bit. And she opens it, like, almost the whole way. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Cujo, like, hears it and comes snooping around. And he starts drinking the pee. That's crazy. Probably. Come here, boy. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, the phone rings. It distracts Cujo. Yeah. That dog fucking hates the sound of that phone ring. The one thing, though, just poor little Tad. The monster's out of my closet. I wrote down that God, line. I fucking hate Tad. I'm not going to lie. I wanted him to get thought, torn up by the dog. I thought he was dog. a pretty good actor for a kid actor, though. I thought he was terrible. Well, yeah, he looks great in the makeup, laying in the back of the fucking car with the shirt off for 45 fucking minutes, not doing anything. You, you liked the way he looked? I thought it was off. fucking <laughs> awful. No, I'm just saying. It was you thought bad. he was a bad actor? I mean, he was so fucking young that's hard not to be. I thought he but did yeah, I thought he was job. awful. He couldn't terrible. even read his lines. His mom was on set the whole time, like basically practicing each scene him? just to get him to kind of memorize him. Did you see how good a job he did season though? Have you ever had a, seen a real seizure? I've seen movie seizures, and he did it just right. He did it fucking <laughs> terrible, fucking cringy <laughs> job. Should have been fired off set and replaced. He's never done by anybody he else. Never acted before. A fucking I mean, plastic doll would have done a better job. A fucking plastic before. fuck doll would have been a better job. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got fucking Vic comes back in town and he's like, "Hey, we should this, have him on the podcast to talk this, about it." This the guy, kid, my wife's, Tad. this guy, my wife's fucking uh, comes around and uh, vandalized her house. So they accuse him of kidnapping, which slows them down even more. And then the cop dies on scene. And it takes him that long to realize, like, oh, shit, he's gone. Like, everyone here is so fucking incompetent. None of this would happen had anyone had half a fucking brain. It just reminds me of the scene in Mulholland Drive where Justin Throw comes home and finds Billy Ray Cyrus fucking his wife. And then he takes her jewelry box and pours a fucking paint in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's at least fucking good, though. Like, you feel okay with that setup. So what would they have done today with cell phones? What plot point do you think they would come up with to make Dog eats a cell phone. Like I don't know. The phone would have died. Or no, think... the dog would have eaten the phone for sure. Yeah, he would have had. And to then they would hear the, the phone, phone ringing, and you'd hear him. Yeah, it's in you, ever belly. Seen, you ever seen Jurassic Park three? <laughs> They'd have to go get the phone out of its droppings to save the day at the end of the movie. Pretty much. Would Tad have a phone? Either that, or Cujo would tear himself up from the inside <laughs> from hearing it ring inside himself. Yeah, he would like. That's how they'd kill him. Splice himself open or something somehow. Yeah, but Vic arrives to credits. <laughs> and then I said, not shown as Vic beating Donna's dumbass. <laughs> because that's how that movie should have... No, I don't know. I don't mean like domestic violence, but I'm just like... That's what oh, I'm here's doing. a couple of my last notes here. It's so Cujo fucks her up good. Seizure. <laughs> Beardo fucks up the place. Beardo? Beardo's the guy that was fucking the wife. Mm. The guy from the X-Files. Oh, yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. So here's the other question. This isn't good, but her performance is good. I can see that. But yikes. When does Donna die from rabies? Because she got bit by the dog with rabies oh. on her leg, and she never gets fucking cured, and she's there untreated yeah, long you've enough. Gotta, she's going to yeah, die. Yeah, you got to go to the hospital like immediately. Like, so basically, she yeah. lives to like then eat her husband's face off. Like, you know all those people that are doing bath salts eating people? Summary. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. This movie fucking sucks. My, those are my notes for this movie, and it ends in a, You like can't see it because it. it's all washed out, but it says yikes. That's all. 
If you would take Paul Rudd's enthusiasm for Cujo when he talks about it in Ghostbusters Afterlife and remove that and just know that this movie is trash, you don't need to watch it. Do not waste your time. I like it. This is probably the shortest review we've ever done. It's 11 minutes so far. This movie I don't know what else to say sucked. about Cujo. Yeah, I, there's, there's not a lot to talk about like to really review it. Don't. I get it. I like some shitty movies too, but like, man, it's just not my thing because of the dog stuff. It's not even scary, though. The dog just looks dirty half the time, and he's not intimidating. And well, he's wagging his tail on some of the scenes where he's supposed to be murderous because, you know, he's a pucho. He wags his tail. Well, and they can't fucking hurt the dog. So, like, when they're fighting, when Donna's fighting the dog at the end, like, the camera edits and angles are like, here's, like, Donna well, swinging at the camera. She here's breaks the dog. The, she breaks the bat over his head, and then... Yeah, but you don't see that, though. You I just know, see the but broken he jumps bat. on her, and Look, then, he, then he dies, like, 30 seconds later. I was like, what? Yeah. Well, and then she she doesn't stop to sh- shoot the dog then. She goes, like, you know, had she just killed him then, it would have been over. Shh, you're not talking about killing dogs, don't worry. <laughs> no, not real dogs. He's like, you guys are talking about someone jerking off a dog, then you're talking about killing a dog. I would love to talk to someone who's read the book. Is the book any better than this? Or is the book just, like, the worst of Stephen King's stuff because he was addicted to alcohol at the time? Yeah, this really seems struggling. like a plot better for a novel than a movie. Well, the novel implies that Cujo is possibly possessed by the killer from the dead zone. That makes a lot more sense. As the same sheriff. Well, I mean, rabies makes sense, too. Yeah, but I mean, I I think that's what people try to write it off as. So, yeah, maybe the book's got a lot more depth to it. I mean, the movie-wise... So now she's possessed. And Dee Wallace has done a lot of shit. And you see her in this, you're like, I can see why people appreciate her. Wasn't she at Crypticon two years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's been in some other stuff. Probably should have gotten her autograph or something. She's most well known for obviously E.T., but still, it's like, come on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie doesn't help because, like, while she's a, you know, and you know how someone's a, a great actor is when you see them in a role, and you fucking hate the character, because the character's such an idiot and asshole, and you're like, okay, that's not the real D. Wallace. That's Donna. You're doing a great job of portraying a fucking idiot. So I got to give her credit for that. She carries the movie, and that's about it. That's pretty much how David Koechner is. Like, you never liked that guy. Yeah. I just watched Extract the other night, too. Oh, yeah. he was in that. Yep. Solid. So do yourselves a favor. Don't watch this movie. Read the book. Watch it. And, uh, well, watch it and maybe tell Nick what you watch thought about it. Watch it and form an opinion of some sort. Uh, yeah. Like everyone listening has watched it. That's Cujo. Probably. Also, while I have you, you know... <clears throat> I don't know how many of you have watched The Room or are familiar with Greg Sestero, but he has a movie coming out on Tubi that we saw a screening of about a year ago. You were one of the first audiences to see that, too. Yeah. I think we were the first or second, like, oh, public yeah, audience. I forgot about that. And um, it's going to be on Tubi September 16th, and I'm looking forward to watching that again. So Yeah. I want to get a DVD. If you order the DVD through his website or the Blu-ray, he signs it for you, and I want to do that. I already have a signature, but fuck it, why not? Yeah, I had him sign my copy of The Room, or The Disaster Artist, the book. Yeah, that's what I have. And he, someone had already signed it and, like, sold it because I bought it at the used bookstore. <laughs> and so he, like, signed it again and, like, Who put the new it? date on there. Oh, he had already yeah, signed Greg it? Yeah, Greg had already signed it. Uh, he had already signed it, and somebody gave it away or whatever, sold it to a bookstore. So he <laughs> crossed out his signature and signed again. Rewrote it with the new date on there. And I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, I do have, I have Tommy's and Greg's signatures. One other last <clears throat> thing to mention is the uh, Top Gun... 4K steelbook box or book uh, collector sets coming out December 4th. Looks the pretty top cool. Top Gun novelization, <clears throat> you're saying? No, the uh, 4K <clears throat> steelbook collector's edition. 
can already get the digital version, but there's a lot of cool 4K box sets coming out right now. 4K. My uh, Lost Boys set should be shipping soon, so when's we'll the, do a review of that when it arrives. the 8K happening? Because don't they already have those TVs out? Uh, some of them. I'm just never going to buy physical ever again. I don't even have any 4Ks. You notice I buy DVDs still. I don't give a fuck. If I can watch the movie and it's good enough quality, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I'm I mean, doing some I, of this for the collector's edition with the behind-the-scenes shit. I'll eventually get some shit, stuff. but, like, the problem is with 4K, they put it out, and then they don't. So it's not like you can just go and pick up Ghostbusters on 4K now easily. It's all very limited release because they're not making the quantities they used to, yeah. So. Yeah, so it's to me, it's like, fuck it, no. I'm never going to be able to own anything I want to that way. Yeah. And plus, there's shit that there's never going to get a 4K release. You know that. Mm-hmm. Like, the DVD and VHS have releases that still aren't on Blu-ray. And VHS even has shit that's never been on DVD. It's insane. So mm-hmm. it's a big mm-hmm. thing for me. And sometimes you, you know, you do that and you're like, I spend $35 on a Drop Dead Fred DVD because it's out of print. And then later they drop it on Blu-ray and you're like, damn. Yeah, it pisses you off when they do that. But yeah. whatever. The only 4K stuff I have is I have Ghostbusters because I got the box set for that. Yeah. It looks like a seal. And that might be the only one I have right now. Do I have 4K twice on Ghostbusters now? Because they had the black and red case and then the the newest one. Yeah, I got the one. They were both 4K, weren't they? I got the one at um, FanFest, but then I got the full complete Afterlife set. uh, And then the set with Afterlife came out. Yeah. So I got... But that set had all the... I mean, that's the the biggest thing with the physical media now is trying to get all the bonus stuff that they don't always have on streaming sites or on just the regular releases. So kind of asinine, but... Yeah. It is what it is. It's the day and age we live in, kids. All right, well, make sure you subscribe and like, and uh, join us on Patreon. We just uh, recorded a commentary for Nightmare on Elm Street, learn how I was traumatized as a child, the kind of fucked up shit our dad did to us, and talk about a lot of other weird shit on there, too. (laughs) No, not like that. (laughs) That's what it sounded like. (laughs) Not not that kind of trauma. Nightmare on Elm Street trauma. It's behind a paywall, though, folks. Yeah. We're fucking... uh, 300 Taking cents. inspiration from Corey Feldman here. 300 cents is all it'll cost you to hear it. Pretty much. So sign up, join up, help us out, spread the word. For for the price of a coffee. For less than a Starbucks drink. You, can, you feed, can listen to our nonsense. You can feed these two boys. I did not like Cujo. <laughs>